1: Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com/papertarian.
2: It is Vic's prime time action live from the South Point. Glad you can stick with us tonight. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, where if you're just tuning in for the first time, we should let you know we don't just talk sports. We bet sports unabashedly, but hopefully you'll find in a cerebral kind of way. Um, this is what sports bettors actually look like, not what you've been led to believe by essential casting for so many decades in the movies. Um, looking for opportunities tonight to live bet the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. But as far as a
3: pre-flop number, we have movement once again. All the way back to nine and a half. I mean, like, we are, we are seeing full point movements. And the reason we're laughing and getting, like, you just don't, like, full point movements within 20 minutes of just, like, like you, we see half points every now yeah. and then and people getting kind of a back and forth of whatever. Full point movements within 20 minutes, like, five different times since we've been on air. Not,
2: not that the move from eight and a half to nine and a right. half is a
3: significant move, but
2: still. But still. Yeah,
3: we just rarely see it. We, yes. we just have rarely see it.
2: And our, our own, now we're here for the South Point, as I mentioned, and our own, uh, you know, right back here behind us, Chrissy Andrews. American Treasure Jimmy Vaccaro and Vinny Maliulo run the show
3: here. Uh, Jimmy just posted something on Twitter. Asking, he if, asking if people would come scoop up a 10 if he posted it. So <laughs> I'm sure the answer I, I think is that's yes. that's to say they've got a lot of liability on, on the box behind us back here. Would anyone come scoop up? <laughs> J- Jimmy's usually
4: pretty honest with you. Yeah, it's, uh, that, that is a uh, plea for Cowboys better. Come on down. Hey, uh, kids,
2: if I put up a 10, would you come scoop it up? <laughs> That's how Jimmy would say that. That's Those very funny.
4: Jimmy said, "I got a great shirt on today, so
2: burn I'm sh- already so, winning." So burn the
4: shirt for <laughs> that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sartorial advice for the great Jimmy Vaquero, who uh, should you should take advice from on uh, lots of things, perhaps not fashion. Uh, Kelly, what's going on in baseball?
4: In baseball, Indians up on the Twins three to one. That game into the bottom of the sixth inning. The Indians minus 800 live. Twins plus 525 and 6.5 and the total. Uh, Mets up on the Marlins 2 to nothing. That game into the bottom of the fifth inning. Mets minus 550 live. Marlins plus 400, 5.5 the total. Royals leading the Orioles 1-0 in the bottom of the 4th. The Phillies have a 1-0 lead over the Rockies. That game in the top of the 4th inning. Phillies minus 240 live. Rockies plus 195 and 6.5 the total. Blue Jays still just with that 1-0 lead over the Yankees. That game into the bottom of the 3rd. Uh, live numbers currently off the board. Nationals uh, lead the Braves 2-0 in the top of the third. Nationals minus 170 live. Braves plus 140 and 9.5 total.
2: And Leila Fernandez and Arena Sabalenka have gone to a first set tiebreaker. After Sabalenka had broken Fernandez, Fernandez broke Sabalenka back. And so the tiebreaker begins. Um, Sabalenka going up against the uh, Canadian teenager, the 19-year-old. Could you imagine... If you had two teenagers playing in a final here.
3: We've got to be rooting for that, right? It'd be good Ruined for yeah. the game. For that, right? Wow. Hashtag good for the game. Yes. For sure. No doubt about that. Hashtag awesome for the game.
4: You guys have no you guys have no futures on the lady side left, right? Nope. Yeah, nope. So.
2: No. No. Uh, that would be great to but see. But I guy. do have the bet on Radu Kano tonight in uh Match number two. Uh, before we get to our futures plays and more talk about the Cowboys and the Buccaneers on the run-up to that game, let's do those rushing props because we did leave that hanging, Kelly, uh, for tonight's game between the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. Uh, interestingly, Zeke Elliott is is the guy that sort of you know leaps off this page. Because I, I think a lot of people will look at this running prop, this rushing yardage prop, Matt, and say 53-and-a-half. I mean, yeah. I know the Bucs' defense is good, but really? For a guy that, you know, people draft top five in a fantasy league.
3: Mm-hmm. I uh, I look at it and say, listen, this might be the only time we ever see it this low over the course of the whole season. But again, just all given circumstances, your best offensive lineman being down your one of your other top offensive linemen dealing with a stinger situation. And then we also have, you know, again, a, where they're probably going to be playing a negative game script. And so I actually have a pretty decent little lean to the under on, on that. I just couldn't quite pull the trigger because my projection had it, it like, 51 and a half, and that's like, I have to at least sometimes go with with what the numbers say, but yeah, I I think there's a pretty decent chance that Zeke has limited limited work tonight. You know, I mean, it's just, you can't run into this in the middle of this line. It's just not going to work, you know, so I think if they're going to try to move the ball, they're going to try to do it through the air.
2: Yeah, and we talked about a little bit of yesterday, Dak Prescott, obviously coming off the major, uh, the major Leg injury that uh, everybody saw last year ended his season. 12 and a half on his rushing yards. So that's a uh, that's a fascinating thing to uh, see it that low. Um, that sort of leaps off the page as well. And something I probably wouldn't touch. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. This is VEASAN's primetime action. Thursday night football awaits us. Uh, about 15 minutes from now, just taking one final look at props.
3: Uh, rushing and receiving yards, anything in the combined market there? Well, now that we've seen... Now that we've seen how low Pollard's receiving yards is, I, I think it's better better to just play the receiving as opposed to the rushing and receiving. His his it was so incredibly low for him, so I would just play the receiving and not really worry about having to get any sort of carries out of him. So that's the way I would go about that one.
4: Yeah, that was besides the uh, besides the over I played on on Bernard. I, I would that was the next one that I liked the most was Tony Pollard mm. over on his receiving just just because I mean we're both high on him anyways, thinking he's going to get a yeah. lot of touches this year. And then okay if they are behind it all I, I mean he, I think he's gonna get even more touches out of the backfield or receiving capacity the one I uh, I guess if I was gonna make a Zeke bet on a on a, on a positive side uh their the he's about you can find him at some shops I saw him at plus money to score a touchdown I think that's probably where I would look I would look at that before I looked over on his rushing yards
3: the, right. uh, the couple of couple of line movements here, Gil, just interesting stuff mm-hmm. from the time that we were here yesterday. Uh, 49ers up to eight point favorites. Uh, against the Lions, that's a full point from yesterday when we were talking about it yep. in here. Um, the, Still a little confused on that. Still the Jets confused. down to only four-point dogs against the Panthers. I don't know if – I don't really know. I mean, there wasn't really any news that came out on that front.
4: That wouldn't surprise me as much because that game's been jumping around all week, and it's just been jumping around in between those dead numbers a little bit, like yeah. between 3.5 and 5.5 and and is really where we've seen it at. That wouldn't really surprise me. When I saw that, I saw that Lions game – jumped to eight or eight and a half like all in one and one fell swoop across the books today I still don't know what news I missed that might have caused that but I, was, I hadn't made a a, a a teaser play yet on the 49ers either we've been talking about it I finally jumped in today and t- and tied them in because I didn't know how mu- how much it was gonna run
2: guys I'll go back to what we said earlier I really don't feel news is going to precipitate mm-hmm. a lot of these moves now with so many yeah. more people betting I think we're gonna have to get used to this it- where it's just People, the closer we get to the weekend, it's certainly closer to a Thursday yeah. night game. But the closer we get to the weekend, these things are going to be bouncing all over the place in a way that we've never seen before.
4: No, and, like I think you're right, and, and it's going to take a little while for people like yeah. us to maybe get used to that. It yeah. was just, it was when I saw it at at, at at like five books across Vegas, it all like within thirty minutes went eight, eight and a half. That's where I thought there was maybe more something news wise I missed.
3: Yeah. The uh, the other thing that, that kind of stood out to me as well, one of the other jumps that well, I was looking at on, on the on the sheet here was the fact that we've seen the uh, the Browns now. Yesterday it was we were seeing six six and a halfs. So there were a little bit of toggling back and forth that we did see between uh, some five and a halfs and six. It's primarily now five and a half across the board with even fives. A flat five at DraftKings actually. On that one, so the Browns' money has started to show up as well in in that one. And again, it's just uh, I think that people realize maybe it's just they're a pretty live dog, right? I mean, in the, in this game, I think if I was going to play this one, I might just play the money line. Like, Ooh, take the plus two fifteen. Like I might just I might just play the money line. I think if I end up playing this thing because. I think if the Browns are close they're probably just winning. You know, I mean I think it's either they're they're as good as we expect or they're still a notch behind the Chiefs, right? Like I just, I think that there's something like that as opposed to oh it's you know going to be a field field goal type of game.
4: Or you, like if there's or if it's one of those you know you can't find a teaser partner, it's not a standard teaser, but you take it up past 10 like that that's something that could work too.
2: You mentioned that you added more to your Browns AFC North mm-hmm. bets today based on more significant Ravens injuries today. Gus Bradley, Marcus Peters on the heels of JK Dobbins and others. Um by the way, Leila Fernandez with three set points on a re- on Arena Sabalenka. Let's go Layla. She is trying if she wins this, if she if she converts one of these three match points, she will be 5 and 0 in tiebreakers this US Open. And that For those who, you know, are wondering in tennis, that's like going nuts with runners in scoring position in baseball. That's the high variance moments. And Leila has gotten the best of all of them. And she, in fact, wins the first set, 7-6, and is hyping up the crowd. Leila or Leila? I'm gonna go Layla. I feel
4: like I keep hearing it differently. I go Layla. Yeah, I'll tell you the one thing. At 19 years old. Her post-match interviews. Oh, like she's got a few. She hasn't done anything in tennis yet. She's got a future in tennis media already. So she's poised. Incredible with them. At 19. At 19. Could you imagine us I'm doing still that not at that 19?
2: <laughs> I'd have been like, um, well, you know, I just want to. Never mind.
3: With a gun like that. Can I go now? Yeah.
2: yeah. I just want to go.
3: I don't know what to do with
2: my
5: hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What do I do with my hands?
2: I don't know. What uh, so I was just, before we get to our futures. I wanted to ask that question because you added more Browns in the mm-hmm. AFC North. Did that AFC North market narrow at all today
4: between the Browns and the and the uh, Ravens? This okay, is, this I will. I'll check at DraftKings right now. I shopped around because Matt Matt texted us both, and I was doing the same thing. I hit I hit Browns division today, um, and that was, I think. Browns. I have more money on the Browns to win the AFC North now than I've. I think I've ever this had the on big,
3: any division. This is the most liability on a single team that I've ever that I've ever had. It's like the Ravens yeah, can't can, be knocked right. out of being the
2: short shot of that division, no matter what happens to them.
4: There Was one book bu- William Hill here in Las Vegas, and I think it was before even today. And I'm seeing the. NFL market pulled down right now at DraftKings. Don't know what that's about. Uh, anyways, the uh, William Hill in town here in Vegas, I think they did have the Browns as a betting favorite in that division. It was small. It was mm. like plus, plus 115 versus plus 120 or something. But I think they've had the Browns as the favorite for a week or they two have. now. They have. Yeah, they yeah. have. But so they we were. were yeah. they, I, I was able to get a plus 140 today, Matt. I, I got 150. What, what, you got 150. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got 140 added on to my plus 150. The other thing I ended up doing, and and uh, tip of the cap to Isaiah Wrinkle downstairs. I played the uh, alternate under on the Ravens t- uh, today, too, at 10. Uh, 10 at post
3: 190. I mm. like that yeah. one, actually.
2: Hmm. All right, Matt. Let's
3: start with your futures
2: bets again for those who have missed it. You've got a lot. Kelly's got a lot, too. But you have a lot of season-long bets in the NFL. And you are in love with most of these.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and listen, some of the stuff will be correlated whenever we get to the next page here. But, yeah, I've got... You know, I've got the Rams to win the the NFC West. I've got them to win the NFC, and then I've got to win the Super Bowl, and then that will correlate to a play that I have on Stafford on the next page. Browns, AFC North, which got added onto, piled onto today. Uh, Browns to win the AFC, and then Browns to win the Super Bowl. Titans win the AFC South. I like all of these to be perfectly honest with you. I like all of these a lot. I mean, the, it, the it's super long on the Rams and Browns to win the Super Bowl, so. It's not likely to happen, but if the number that I got them at whenever, these, you know, these various little news things came out, it was, uh, I like the numbers that I have on those. All these Texans bets I still love. It seems like they're actively trying to lose. That's a good thing. That's for your me. Fa-
2: Those are your favorites of the bunch. Yeah,
3: I mean, show me six wins on that schedule with that team and that roster. I, I mean, I dare you. I dare, I challenge you to show me six. Even
2: minutes. if they go 1 and 0, even if they beat the Jaguars at home this weekend, you will yep. not be
3: moved. Oh, not in the least bit. Okay. Not in the least bit. This would be the one game they sure. should win, should win. Like th- if they're going to win a game all year, mm-hmm. this should be it. I think they might, by the rookie way. Rookie quarterback, rookie head coach yeah. on the home game, uh, the whole 9 yards. I mean, like everything is in their favor to win un game this year and this would be the un game. <laughs> un. I believe yeah. that's French. Uh,
2: Tarod Taylor I don't know if he still holds this mark, but for a guy for, of, the, of the number of snaps he has taken career-wise, for that large of a sample size, he is the most, uh, you know, careful with the football. He has a very, very low turnover rate, both with picks and with fumbles. He's that—that's sort of his thing. So they have that going for them anyway.
3: Yeah, it is just, it is something I'm, I'm sitting here. <laughs> that's I tried to impress Matt. Matt's like, <laughs> well, you. well, it was because it came it just <laughs> literally just as we were sitting here, it just came through yeah. confirmed, confirmed on Peters and Edwards, both ACLs. So confirmed. Oh, so both out for the year, in yeah. other words, my goodness. So just, just, just through both confirmed t- t- torn ACLs in the same practice. Golly! There was uh,
4: the Saskatchewan rough Riders four ACL tears in one practice like a week ago. I saw. <laughs> I saw someone else comparing god. those two today. I'm like, oh my god!
3: Listen, Good we Saskatchewan
2: don't... Rough Riders knowledge though, Kelly, very impressive.
3: On
4: Twitter, on Twitter
3: again. From a betting lens, we don't like to, you know, we don't root for injuries, and we don't. But I just, I do want to say, there are four and a halfs still available on the Raiders on Monday night. Kelly sometimes likes to do these, take it through the 10 teasers or something oh, yeah, yeah. like that. You can get it to 10 and a half. I enjoy them as well. Yeah. yeah.
4: I, I did. It. it was another, I was telling Matt before the show, I'm like, oh, and this is, that we've been saying it all week. But I, uh, th- when the couple times there has been news that have affected lines, and that was one today where I'm like, I got to get in on this now. I want to get in on this now. And I wanted to tease Raiders, yeah. Raiders up through there. And I just the de facto other team to always tease it with was the Rams. So you you guys might be in a rough spot if the Bucks go down tonight. The Rams don't come through on on Sunday night. My whole week is buried.
3: oh, there's a, yeah, they're tied into everything as well. It's all yeah. I mean, yeah. there's they'll just be weeping all around.
4: There yeah. was there was a couple scramble like that one today. I'm like, okay, I want to get Browns AFC North. I want to play that alternate under, and then I'm like, I. I think this is a good teaser spot for the Raiders now. Like, get that to the ten. 10 you better and a get half. it now
3: because DraftKings already went to three and a half after yeah. this stuff happened, and and to get it to to at least get it to the ten, if not clear of the ten, I would say you're probably going to have to do it tonight because this news is going to make every, all sports center and whatever and all the things like that, and people react like we've seen. So yeah, I mean, I, I think. I'm – that that game, and this is – like, you
4: know, don't root injury on anybody. Like, this, it sucks to see what's happening with the Ravens' backfield. But, like, the offensive scheme and style that the Ravens roll out on Monday night could be pretty different than what we're used to seeing. Don't you think, Matt, with some of these guys that you're not – I mean, they're regular running backs running a lot of these plays that they've run. Like this might be spread it out a bit more and try to get Lamar Jackson in space to use some of your running game. And I, I think it's going to expose Lamar's accuracy issues even more on on Monday night if he really doesn't have some veteran running, you know, or at least experienced running backs within that system to utilize.
3: I can, uh, I can tell you they're not up yet. But whatever the Mark Andrews receptions prop is, I will most likely play the over, That's, yeah. unless it's just absurdly. Yeah. That's a really good yeah. call. That's a like, really
4: good call. He's his favorite target already. Yeah. He's going to be passing more than he normally would. Yep.
2: But, by the way, this has nothing to do with anything, but Giancarlo Stanton is sliding into second base, and Marcus Simeon looked like he had a tag on him. Watch this move by Giancarlo to avoid. And the call on the, play, on the call by the ump is safe. It's okay. under review. But that's an amazing. Marcus Simeon looked like he was he was Giancarlo was a dead duck. That's athletic. I think. Oh, I think he's safe. I think he's safe. Yankees making some noise if uh, if
3: it withstands replay here. Uh, some of your uh, yes, correlated. So some of the yeah. So some of the the player props here. Stafford, Mayfield. Again, if if they win their divisions and then win the conference. I mean, like or in the conference mixes and stuff like that. Then them for MVPs. Their their names are going to be right at the top of the list. And so I'd rather not be missing out on on that money as well. Uh, I have I have Ojolari as defensive rookie of the year for the Giants. I think he's going to step in and and do a, you know, listen, he's going to have a ton of opportunity in that division to make some noise. Um, OA for the Ravens, again, another guy that was going to instantly start on a defense that was in desperate need of a, of a playmaker. So don't really love that one near as much as I used to. Burrow to have the most passing yards. I still think that this Cincinnati team is going to be Bad on defense and much better than we see maybe in week one on offense. I think they probably were going to be working out the kinks in week one and then uh, get back to going because, again, Burroughs hadn't seen real snaps in a long time. Jonathan Taylor under, that's because I'm so bearish on the the Colts as, as a whole. Um, pits over. I think that this Atlanta offense is going to be good regardless. And then if the defense is bad again this year, then that only helps my case here with that. So really do like that. I think the Saints team doesn't score a ton of touchdowns uh, over the course of the season. And even if they do Alvin Kamara, are they really just going to run him into the line a ton of times? I I think that they probably won't Jerry Judy. I made after they uh, on an over of 910 yards after they named Teddy Bridgewater. I think this offense is actually has some upside. So kind of went with that. Mac Jones, offensive rookie of the year. No brainer there. Gil made the same bet. Um, it's just, you know, starting for a good team. Great spot for a rookie for him. And then Brady to win the MVP because I came back around on the Bucks, probably <laughs> being there yet again. And if there's even a slight, slight, slight rumor that this could be Brady's last year. They will give him this award as a as a lifetime as a, achievement yes, award. Yes, a thank you. Check you later. Right off into the sunset.
2: It's like the Quincy Jones Award at the uh, at the Grammys. Lifetime Achievement Award. Here you go.
4: Yeah, I wish I, I wish I could argue with Matt's uh, Matt, Matt's thinking on that, but yeah, it's. Uh, I think there's guys like him. I think Belichick. If the Patriots do well this year, that it's they're just going to be rushing to try to give these guys awards. Second play, uh, second base.
2: Yankees can't buy a break. Call reversed. Out at second base. Yankees still trail one to nothing, nobody on. Marcus Semien did, did apparently apply the tag. Kelly, want to do yours real quick? Or uh, mine are fewer, so let's do mine here before the break, and then we'll do yours afterwards. Um, with baseball, I do about as many as these guys do uh, with season long bets. Not so much with football. My football brain works on a game by game, week by week. Uh, sort of metric, uh, but I do have a couple: Vikings to win the NFC North at plus two twenty-five. That was originally placed when it was very unclear as to whether Aaron Rodgers would play. But I still am very bearish on the Packers, and I don't hate that bet plus two twenty-five on the Vikings. And then the Rams to win the NFC, which I'm very cool with, even though it's not the best number in the world. I'm quite happy to have the six to one on the Rams to win the National Football Conference. Yeah, so
4: that's uh, I mean, Gil, I'm, I'm with you. I think Vikings are going to be a bet on team for me this year. I still th- I think that division. Still going to be pretty tight, um, and then yeah, I, I can quickly go through minds. We got we got a minute. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on Rams win NFC. Same thing. We didn't get the same kind of numbers that Matt got, but mm-hmm. I just I couldn't. Once I got over that, it took a little while to get over it, but you still wanted to get those the numbers before we head into the season
3: here, Kelly. So, we're real quick. Cowboys won the toss to, and are going to defer, so the uh, Bucks will get the ball first. So any of those first touchdown bets, if you guys want to bet them or anything like that, if they're still up in your book of choice. Uh, they will get the ball first.
2: All right. All right. Well. Yeah. Well, we'll get to Kelly's uh, after the break here. Let's do that. Oh, we got a little Michelle Williams singing the National Anthem, the third member of Destiny's Child, not Beyonce <laughs> or Kelly Rowland. Uh, you're like the forgotten member. <laughs> of so of in Destiny's other words, Child. not B and not Kelly. But Michelle Williams gets the gig. As we're about to start football, we'll get to Kelly's futures bets, and then kick off from Tampa as the 2021 NFL season begins. Buccaneers and the Cowboys. And what's the uh, what's going to be the closing number here? It looks like nine and a half. Nine and a half in favor of the Bucks. Coming back on Visa's primetime action. This is primetime action for the South Point. We are underway. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin underway with the 2021-2022 NFL season uh, with a kick that goes through the end zone for a touchback. So Tom Brady, first and 10 to start things off for the Buccaneers at their own 25-yard line. And so it begins. By the way, it's his 300th regular season start tonight. Uh, first one was against Peyton Manning, I believe. Oh, uh, no, part yeah. For I believe so. Twenty-second season. Yeah. One <laughs> hundredth against Tony Romo. Two hundredth against Peyton Manning, and three hundredth here against Dak Prescott. Uh, for those who are into that kind of thing, Brady and shotgun. They got to hand the ball off. Playoff Lenny. Playoff Lenny gets the first carry. Gets about five yards before he stopped, and we are off. And we're going. Yeah. Rocking and rollin'. Kelly, want to do your futures? Let's get those out of the way.
4: Yeah, sure. Let's uh, roll through those. Yeah, so I got uh, the Rams bets win the NFC and the Super Bowl locked in plus 775 and 16 to 1. Uh, tight, and then Titans win the AFC South. I love that bet. I play minus 130. You can get a better number right now. I actually think I got like the worst of the worst number on that. Um, Rams uh, or Browns added that, you know, a month ago, or whatever it was, and then uh, added it on a lot more today. That is... Uh, a lot of my liability tied up in that. The most so, I've ever had on AR. So on eight. Kelly,
3: it would be safe to say between you and I, it would it would be our this would be our, our primetime action version of the jelly splatter if uh if the yes. if the Browns don't win <laughs> yes. the AFC North. Yes. Okay. It, it would like, be very, very bad. It yes. would be it would be the jelly splatter. We were talking we brought we brought this thing up, we were talking about like if, if you dropped a jar of, of jelly and just how like it how just disgusting it would be because like jelly would just go everywhere and just get all over your stuff and like just splatter <laughs> everywhere. And then Kelly brought up that he once had a kitchen that had carpet in it.
4: Whoa, whoa, whoa. It wasn't that. It was when I first moved into my place here in Vegas, there was like leftover carpet and they threw it in the kitchen. And I was like, all right, cool, uh, I'm just gonna leave it in the kitchen. Until, all right, cool. I was like until <laughs> I'm, like kitchen's gross, I'm gonna throw disgusting. it out. Kitchen carpet. Disgusting. Like are you serious?
3: <laughs> Like third, just third and two
2: for the Bucks. Two running plays uh, to Leonard Fournette to start this drive. Brady in shotgun, looking, looking, throws it up over the middle. Got a man, but overthrows Chris Godwin. And so it's a three and out for the Buccaneers. Uh, two runs to Leonard Fournette, who, by the way, is sporting the number seven. That's another thing we're going to have to get used to this offseason.
4: Oh, it's going to be horrible.
2: It's going to be horrible. The change in, you know, we've never seen running backs have that kind of number before, yeah. but Leonard Fournette is wearing number seven. And then Brady, who was uh, under,
6: wide open. Hit him! Come uh, on, Tommy!
2: Giovanni Bernardi was wide open over over the middle. He thought he'd die. The LSU thing, the the thing
3: with with Lenny. What's that? The uh, the number seven at LSU is like the sacred number and whatever. So when you wear seven, you're like the captain of the team and whatever and all the different. What did he wear,
2: five at LSU? What did he wear? I can't remember. Nine. Nine, that's right. Bucks punted away on the three and out, and the Cowboys will... uh,
4: Well, that's a punt. What a punt. Oh,
2: my gosh. Did he... Oh, just bear, no! He got it. Marked got at it. the one and a half yard line. Well, wow! <laughs> that might be the greatest punt you see all season. Wow! I it was like did he touch that? Bat? That was a beautiful, beautiful punt uh, by Pinion. Look at that punt! Look where that goes. Talk about changing the field, flipping the field. Wow. Pinion with the big punt. Uh, he's your MVP in this ball game right now, Bradley Pinion. He Pinyon. is. He is. If you had,
3: if you had, uh, if you had the punter as <laughs> the MVP
2: End right. the game right now, yeah. Bradley Pinion with the punt of his life, and the Cowboys will start at first and ten. Let's call it the two yard line. And Dak goes into into a shotgun immediately, about halfway deep into the end zone. Uh, empty backfield.
3: If this is right, I'm getting in right now
2: on the uh, on the Bucks. Yeah, it's six and a half at DraftKings. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, maybe because they didn't show you oh. this. That's why. There we go. Wide go, open. Dak. Looking good. Amari Cooper wide open down the left side. in and, the future. And Dak hits him. That's why it was six and yes. a half. Yep. Yeah. That wouldn't have made any sense. That That's the thing about these live lines. They pop up before we get the TV feed. And so the reason that it moved down to six and a half is because of what looks to be about a 30-yard pickup. Nobody picked up Amari Cooper. The safety was very slow getting over. So Amari Cooper free and the uh, Cowboys... Looking good early on their first play. So a 28-yard pickup, let's call it. And now Dak Prescott is under center first and 10. And this will be Zeke's first carry. And he goes through the middle for about four. Don't do the feed me thing yet, Zeke. Not on the first carry. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, So there it is here in the early going. I'm sorry, Kelly. We keep interrupting you. Sorry, Kelly.
4: I don't even know where I left off. But I added, I got the Browns division one yep. We were talking about there that. We go. And then I kind of, in correlation to that, added an alternate under on the Ravens uh, today. Under 10 wins on theirs. Uh, another team I'm kind of bearish on is the Saints this year. So I have an under 9.5 on their win total. Um, and then the other ones here are some player props season long. Uh, no matter, uh, and I are both on Kyle Pitts. Over eight and a half receiving yards I believe he has one yard better than me so it better not end on 800 yards uh, Then than Najee Harris over seven and a half rushing touchdowns and rookie of the year
2: short gainer from Prescott to Dalton Schultz announced third and inches for the Cowboys here opening period the Cowboys and the Bucks on VEASAN's primetime action looking for live in-game bet opportunities On VEASAN's primetime action, do not forget about our new lineup. It starts Saturday. we got new talent and shows to help you make the most of your fall betting action. The VEASAN lineup will expand to 21 hours of live programming every weekday as well as additional shows on the weekend. want to give you the latest odds to stay on top of the in-game betting opportunities for every key game across the country with new personalities added to our existing world-class team, including former pro athletes, sports media veterans, and, of course, strategic sports bettors. Visit VEASAN.com to see our new lineup and talent and make this your best football betting season ever. Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Uh, A third and 15 now for the Cowboys. Uh, Big play here in the early going. Uh, A long pass attempted on first down to C.D. Lamb. A little underthrown. C.D. Lamb slipped. Couldn't make the catch. And then just a uh, a drop from C.D. Lamb on second down, followed by a a false start, I believe it was. And now an incomplete pass uh, with the intended receiver being Lamb. And so the Cowboys at fourth and 15, out of field goal range on a drive that looked like it was headed uh, for some kind of points, but painful, apparently not.
3: Painful for me, not for you guys. Liveline had gotten all the way down to six, and then all the way back up to eight now.
2: Yeah, that that first one was was underthrown for sure, and then Lamb slipping, but that, that second one was just a drop.
3: Lamb just dropped
2: yeah. it. Yeah. He just dropped it. And so the Cowboys will punt it away, and they will try to do as well as Brad Pinion did moments ago for the Bucks and pin the Buccaneers deep in their own territory. The punt is off. And it will, in fact, go out of bounds at the six-yard line. So, well done on the Cowboys. Dueling awesome
3: (laughs) punt war tonight. That's all we're getting. Opinion, anger, (laughs) Thursday night football.
2: (laughs) That's what you're here for. Battling Dueling punches. awesome punts. That's what we're here for. 9:42 <laughs> left. Uh, live line is six. You said. What is it right now? No, no. It had gotten down to six. Now what is it? And it's back up to eight. Back to basically what it was pre-flop. It's like we're starting anew.
4: You gotta love these games though, where it's you know like we've well. I mean, East Coast, all the books are live. have live numbers up for every game. But Vegas, we have some uh, individual operators posting uh, live, uh, live numbers for this game, where they're not usually doing it for every game. So I'm seeing everything from 7 to 8.5 on this game right now. Hmm.
2: All over the place. All over the place. By the way, uh, Cowboys' leading receiver right now is uh, Amari Cooper with one catch for 28 yards. But a couple catches from Dalton Schultz, he's already over his number. On this game? What, what's he up to? Do you have his numbers? No, let me, let me check right. actually. But I saw him catch two passes, or at least I thought I saw him catch two passes, and I don't know what his, uh, what his prop was, but I'm going to assume uh, that he has gone over that unless I uh, got the wrong license plate on one of the receivers.
4: 21, he should be over. I think yeah, he was think he's eighteen over. and a half.
2: a half. Yeah, two catches for 21 yards for Dalton Schultz, so he's probably over. Yeah, he's over his number. Um, shall we look at uh, a couple more of these right here? Oh, no, we we're flashing up on the screen. We'll do that next. Next segment, we'll look at the most rookie regular season passing yards, rookie regular season receiving yards, and the regular season rushing yards for rookies. We'll do that momentarily within breaks in the action on this. Yeah. Uh, updating tennis, um, just like who in the first set, Arena Sabalenka initially broke Lila Fernandez. Fernandez uh, was able to break Sabalenka back and then ultimately win the first set in a tiebreaker. And now here in the second set, Sabalenka broke Fernandez. Fernandez was able to break Sabalenka back and we're back on serve. Uh, this girl is resilient. Um, as She is trying to close out Sabalenka here in the second set, but obviously arena will have something to say about that. But what a, what a tennis match that's going on simultaneously. With the punting match, with the punting, with the
4: punting, <laughs> with match. The punting match. But how, how about Devin White with five tackles on that drive?
2: Are you kidding me?
4: Really? Five,
2: five total, three solo tackles. People, people who play fantasy with defensive players, whoever's got Devin White's going
4: crazy right now. <laughs> That's a lot of tackles for one wow. drive. Wow, it is
2: five. Like f- less than six minutes into the uh, season with five tackles. Um touchdown scorer odds. We should point this out tonight. We didn't talk about this. Um, Mike Evans, to score. first of all, there's to score the first touchdown, and then there's the anytime touchdown. So obviously, scoring the first touchdown, your bang for your buck is going to be exponentially more. Mike Evans and Ezekiel Elliott are the shortest shots, plus 750 uh, for both the Bucks and the Cowboys, respectively. So for every $100 bet, if that individual scores the first touchdown of this game, you will win $750, $200, dollars so on and so on. Uh, longer shots in there um, on the board here anyway that we're showing Tony Pollard 28 to one Blake Jarwin 28 to one bucks defense is a collective at 25 to one
3: Gronk at 18 to one is interesting just if they happen to get in the red zone yeah like he's just a big red zone target yeah. but um. I would also I think Brady is at 30 to one right he's
4: not on this graphic I think he was 30 to one before this one off I would I feel like his odds should be shorter than Dak Prescott's for the first touchdown at least because, I, I like we talked about this last night, is Dak really, you're really going to have Dak sneak on the one-yard line or something like that? I don't know how much we're going to see of that.
2: Tom Brady completes his first pass of the season to Mike Evans over the middle. It's going to be a first down and 10 for the Buccaneers. So Brady off the schneid here at the early going. Uh, Micah Parsons, they're highlighting. Uh, so he tries to put some pressure on Brady. Uh, in this one, so uh, scoreless. Nice pass by Brady across the little slant over the middle to uh, Evans. First first down of the game and first com- uh, for the Buccaneers and first completion for Tom Brady. And there's his second. Oh, throws it outside, just a bit wide to Mike Evans who hadn't gotten off his cut
3: yet. And if you're if you're new to kind of the in-game thing, I mean, just to let you know how dynamically these these lines move. Right, as soon as that first down pass happened to Mike Evans, it moved from seven to six and a half. The total changed as well, so it, it, it's uh, the algorithm that's going on here has programmed where you know where you are on the field, and that's how these things are changing. Sometimes they'll change, for, certainly from from bets that are coming in, but they're changing instantly based off of you know down distance, where you are on the field, different things like that, and so yeah, um, pretty pretty. We'll, we'll keep you updated as it goes, but I mean literally they ch- they could change on every single play depending on what happens on every
2: and play. all and all from the foundation. By the way, there's a pass over the middle. Brady connects with Gronk. For a nice little big gainer, it's going to be 1st and 10 for the Bucks, uh Now, not quite in plus territory, but about their own 42. So, nice pass in traffic for Brady to Gronk. So, just a pass like that, which moves the ball 20 yards downfield, that is going to incrementally what Matt's talking about. That is going to move the number now. Nine just up to nine, yeah. just on that pass alone. Mm-hmm. So remember, it all starts with the pre-flop number for those who are new to this. And then every play of significance, and there is Brady D'Antonio oh, oh, oh. Brown. Little, nine and a uh, half. <laughs> little so, moon ball that lands yeah. in Brown's <laughs> arms. You couldn't have walked down there and placed it any nicer. And so now, now nine and a nine half. half. And yeah. And now uh, the the Bucks for the first time are in plus territory. As uh, Antonio Brown in one-on-one coverage because you you can't double everybody,
3: and Brown just absolutely nice little vet move right there. Absolutely the, crushes. I'm not, I'm not even in the play. Yeah. Like a little fake to the inside and then take off back. These was, old Bucks are looking
2: pretty good so far. That was Antonio Brown juking Anthony Brown, and he does it again on a consecutive uh, on this on the second straight play, and so Anthony Brown is just getting abused by Antonio Brown out there, and now the Bucks are in business just past the halfway mark of the first quarter. Antonio Brown coming off a 45 catch season
3: already with two. And two big ones. Two for 44. Um, His prop was 57, so as we said, I thought he might be a little bit bigger part of the offense. I did not know he might get there in the first quarter.
2: Yeah, by the way, Antonio Brown, plus 190 for an anytime touchdown. 14 to 1, as you said, for the first touchdown. Seven minutes left, we're coming back. VEASAN's primetime action with the Bucs in the red zone. About the VCN Pro Football Betting Guide. It's out now. How many copies left, Mateo? We are down to 51 copies. <laughs>
3: 51. VSN Expert Picks, Season Winter. We printed a few more, all right? We printed a few more. I hear you back there. We printed a few more. Apparently I said <laughs> less than that the last part. We're down to 31 copies. Division
2: finishes, player awards, all of that at Visa.com slash subscribe. We have all access to information as well. You can get us all year long. All of that, once again, com slash subscribe. Uh, Yankees, now that we're in commercial, by the way, Yankees trailing the Blue Jays 2 to nothing. Randall Gritchick providing the other run for the Blue Jays with a solo shot earlier. It's the top of the sixth with two out and a runner at first for the Blue Jays. Uh, on serve in the Fernandez-Sabalenka match in set number two after Fernandez took the first set in a tiebreaker. And your Tampa yes. Bay Buccaneers on the board now. Chris Godwin is the answer to first touchdown props. Nine 9-1 it paid at DraftKings. Uh, so if you had Chris Godwin scoring the first touchdown, bingo, bango, plus 900. He's also with an anytime touchdown at plus 115. Tom Brady on that drive, I, I believe six of seven. Six of seven. Uh, uh, four, 84
3: yards, I believe it was. 94-yard, 94 94. nine play, four-minute drive uh, ends with the five-yard touchdown pass for Tom Brady to Chris Godwin.
2: 94 yards. That seemed
3: so easy <laughs> a to blink. navigate. In a blink. Jeez. I wonder if Jimmy's wishing he'd have posted that 10 about now. This is one of those things because Kelly has it the... It might have gotten there.
2: Kelly, you have the uh, the, the Cowboys in a teaser, and we were just saying you, you felt good after the first couple drives. The Bucks didn't really stop the Cowboys. The Cowboys stopped themselves, right? It was the... Uh, yeah, C.D. Lamb. It was stopped the underthrow, the and then it was the drop, and then it was the false start. Certainly, they did nothing yeah, That
4: wrong. was a, I mean... <laughs> Feel like feel like we're gonna make the same preface nine hundred times this season, but it's still early, Gil. But it's that was still a, uh, early. Like that was a bad spot of the uh, on the field for them to make those kind of mistakes. Well, here's yeah. the other yeah. thing
3: too. So if you're he, he hit everyone on the drive. Like so that's the other thing. So he hits Gronk. He hits Antonio Brown. He hits Mike Evans. He hits Chris Godwin. It's just, it, it shows you just the embarrassment of riches that this team really does have. And yes, it's early. And yes, you know it's it's only a couple drives, but it does not look like Tom Brady is, is showing forty four years of age or anything like that. It's just uh, it, it's it's crazy.
2: It's yeah. crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, six of seven for. 86 yards. I sold him short. One touchdown, obviously. Brady with the cool quarterback rating of 149 now. That's out of 158.3. Uh, and, and this just in 44 years of age. 44 years of age. Cowboys will start with a down, down 7-0. Uh, let's look at some uh, rookie, rookie numbers. These are props that we've looked at for the entire NFL. You know, passing uh, yards, receiving yards, rushing yards. But these are just for rookies. Um, let's go to the passing yards first. Trevor Lawrence of the Jaguars is the favorite to have the most passing yards of any rookie quarterback. He's at minus 140 again for new bettors. For every $140 you bet, uh, if Trevor Lawrence ends up with the most regular season passing yards among rookies, you will win $100. The uh, short shot beyond that, Zach Wilson and Mac Jones both at 2-1 to one for every $100 you wager. You would win $200 plus your original stake. And uh, the thing with all three of those guys is they're all going to start week one. That's different from the other guys on this list, where Trey Lance uh, will not start Week One. Jimmy Garoppolo gets the start for the Niners. Uh, Trey is twenty to one to have the most passing yards. Justin Fields, who uh, will wait behind Andy Dalton as he's as the uh, the Red Rifle gets the uh, start in Week One. Justin Fields twenty to one, and then Davis Mills in Houston will watch Terod
3: Taylor start in Week One. He's sixty five to one. If you want to bet Davis Mills. Send us the money. We'll light it on fire on air for you. And at oh, yeah. least you will get something out of it because you will get a clip that you can keep with you forever of us lighting your money on fire on, on television. You can get an NFT of just of your money. Yes, yes, we'll make an NFT out of it. You'll get the one of one. You can have it. We'll digitally autograph it and all that. Um, I, For me... I, Probably Zach Wilson. Um, the reason I don't. The reason you're saying, why, well, why not Mac Jones? Well, because I actually think that team's going to be pretty good, and so there yeah. will be some wins in mm-hmm. which they'll just be able to sit on the ball and they'll be able to kind of run it out and play some bully ball and different things like that. I actually think the Jets are again. I think the offense will have a pulse, and I think the defense is really bad, and so I think they'll be trailing in a bunch of games. And I think more times than not, a guy like him. Going to just sling it all over the field. It's going to equal some bad plays a lot of times, but it's also going to equal a, a decent amount of good garbage yards as well. So uh, I'd play. I'd play Wilson at two to one if I was gonna. If I had to bet this more.
4: I'll tell you, if you. Even if there was the slightest just difference between Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, I would err on the Zach Wilson side. I actually like. If I could find that over two dollars, man, all the gimmicks the Cowboys are pulling out. There's Pollard again with the ball.
2: Yeah, they're in plus territory though. Like I said, they stopped themselves first drive. We'll see if they do it again. Yeah, they're
4: moving. They're moving right now. But I, I mean, if I. If, I would bet Zach Wilson if I could find over two plus two hundred on that. Like, that's a, I, I kind of like. Here,
2: it. Here's a question: We just saw Tom Thibodeau win the NBA Coach of the Year, and we acknowledge there could be a bit of an East Coast bias, right, with that, because he was there up against Monty Williams. Uh, Quinn Snyder was up there as well in, in the Coach of the Year uh, market. If all things are equal between Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, do you think Zach Wilson gets the nod based on that kind of voting bias?
4: I th- I think it's a great question. I would say I don't think it I, I don't think that matters in the end.
2: Not as much. Yeah,
3: yeah. I think you're right. I think so just Pollard's already that. home. On his oh, receiving yards. Yeah, Pollard's home.
2: Prescott Ooh, nice, nice, nice tippy toe catch there uh on the sideline for the
3: Cowboys. So uh that's gonna be a first and ten. Two two for eighteen for Pollard already. So he's he's home if you if you did bet that uh, Pollard receiving. Okay. Uh, so, what did we decide here on the passing yards for rookies? What did we see? Zach we, Wilson would be the only bet I would make. Only bet you would
4: make. Okay. I think Zach Wilson is the only bet you could make. I, I, I would almost even put I, I mean, unless. No, because I think you laid it out with Mac Jones. Like, I, I think that that team's going to be pretty good. I think you also think that Belichick's going to rein in that offense a little bit more, where I think the Jets are going to say, Wilson, Zach, this is your team. Go. throw Toss it
3: around. Well, in the in the, the the Patriots actually have a what should be a fairly decent defense when everyone rounds into right. form and and all that and so it's, it's not just have long of uh, field yeah you're just it, there should be a lot of things kind of working against Mac Jones right and like in in leads getting protected as well so it's not like you're always chasing you know leads protected from the defense which again will lead to kind of taking the air out of the ball so yeah I think Wilson's the only bet to make for me there because of the pricing I mean if Lawrence and Wilson were the same price I guess you could you could flip a coin and because, oh boy, that's CeeDee Lamb didn't drop that
2: one. Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, touchdown Dallas, 23-yard score. Uh, the Cowboys had catches uh, in the last couple of plays from Gallup and Jarwin. Dak Prescott spreading it around. Seven plays, 75-yard drive that took 348, and they're an extra point away from tying this up. Very nice pass. Yeah,
3: both of these guys, Brady and Prescott, <laughs> look sharp. Oh, yes, they, they do. They look sharp. What a... Uh, so we saw the awesome route by Antonio Brown, and then we get the Ceedee Lamb. That's like, oh, I'm not here either. I'm the I'm the decoy on yeah. this whatever, and then he and takes sprints. off. And then takes off down the field. And uh, Prescott saw it, hit him,
2: and uh, Ceedee Lamb did the rest. Just gets inside He's the in. pylon. Yeah. He's in. Um, so it'll be an extra point pending here to tie this ball game up. Still in the first quarter.
4: I, I love the where we you know we're not listening to the broadcast. I we should just PSA for every game we always do. We're not listening to the broadcast. You can tell right now they were talking about whether or not his knee went down somehow before he got in, <laughs> and it's like so so easy sometimes. Like for us, we don't have the volume on where it's like okay, yep, no, he's in. Like, not like not in. influenced. Like, there's no question. Yeah. He's in.
2: He's in. Uh, 135 by the way left in the first quarter and with that touchdown if it is in fact upheld will probably revert to right around preflop if not just right. a tick below that um Let's go from passing yards amongst rookies to, uh, why don't we go to receiving yards? These are among rookie pass catchers in the National Football League. Receiving yards, a lot more, uh, many more players involved in this market. Jamar Chase, who had a rough preseason, a choppy preseason with the Bengals, out of what school, Matt? I'm just curious.
3: He went to uh, Louisiana State University. Thank what you. What
4: was that? I- I'm sorry, you know, no, I'm Please. Right? Did would you catch that quote from him? What was that today or yesterday about the white lines on the football throwing him off? No. Like there's Jamar Chase has got something going on with him right now with uh with dropping balls. He was talking about how the white lines on the NFL ball are throwing him off something.
2: Wait, but there aren't any white lines on the NFL ball. There's just the laces. Or the other
4: one. Uh, opposite. Oh. I guess the opposite. The white lines. On the, he likes the white lines on the college. So the lack something. of white lines. Uh, yes. Yeah. Interesting. Found it to be a very odd
2: quote. But. Chase, though, is the short shot in this market at plus 225. Again, the theory, I guess, being the Bengals will be yeah. throwing the ball all around the yard, and he'll have a lot of opportunities to pick up yardage. Kyle Pitt of the Falcons. He'll be wearing number eight. Uh, he's four to one. Devonte Smith, the Heisman Trophy winner, five to one. Jalen Waddle, his teammate at Bama, plus five fifty with the Dolphins, and then Elijah Moore of the Jets, the last in single digits at seven to one. Everybody else in doubles, including De'Ami Brown, who now with that Curtis
3: Samuel injury might just get a little more run with Washington. At I actually think to he's one. a really good sleeper for this. Don't bet Rashad Bateman. He's starting the year on the IR, so like you're, you know, he's not going to be able to do this. He's not going to make up three games of minimum three games. That's if he comes off when he's able, when he's eligible. So um, he's going to be able to make up three games worth of sitting on the sideline. But it, listen, this is, I think the most wide open market there yeah, could possibly be, because here's the thing. The lions are horrible and have nobody at receiver. Right. So like St. Brown could end up being the de facto number one receiver for the Lions because they just have – I mean, it is the weakest wide receiver group you maybe have ever seen for an NFL team. And so he could just be the de facto number one for for the Lions. And, and we could look up here in six weeks and go – what the, how's this guy have, this guy have 40 catches already, you know, and and I think that that's a, a realistic thing for him. And I I think Brown is, I think Brown was going to play a sneaky big part of the offense anyway. I do too. And then now with this, with this curse, I think it's wide, wide open for him to kind of go in there and really carve out a good bit of uh, a really good bit of a role for him. Uh, Rondell Moore, there's too many mouths to feed for him. Giant, excuse yeah. me, pardon me. We, we like him, but too many
4: mouths yeah. to feed there. The one that stood out to me, I guess, a little bit was Kadarius Tony. I, I, I was I, just I,
2: about I, to say, Giants I mean, fans watching, there are going to are going to say, "What about Kadarius Tony?"
4: I mean, I think that's a big enough number that it would at least it, it would interest me. I, I expected his odds on this market to be a little shorter. I mean, a, a speedster like that. I, I, I guess it all depends how you feel about the Giants. We went over our season predictions yesterday, Matt. You had him to win the NFC East, so maybe not. Yeah.
3: You know, maybe not the guy. I guess with, with the Galladay signing and then they still have Sterling Shepard and they still have it's it's a deep it's a deep room as well um, is the only thing that's kind of holding me back there it's unlike Chase and unlike Smith and unlike Waddle where they could assume that well you know they could assume the number one role essentially you know in in any of those circumstances so you make one bet who's the better probably St. Brown being honest with you 16-1
2: yeah wow Detroit Lions, 16 to 1. Uh, We'll come back. We'll update all the scores. The Cowboys did tie it up with the extra point, seven apiece in the football game. Arena Savalenko won the second set, so they go to a final and deciding third set at the first of the two women's semis.
6: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. Zumo Play.